Hello and welcome to the podcasting studio of St. Columbus College in Whitechurch in Dublin. This is Julian Gurdon from the English department. And for this podcast, I have around the table with me two of my colleagues uh, from the science department, Humphrey Jones and Jeremy Stone. And today we are going to be discussing blogging in schools because we each have blogs, uh, two blogs, the frog blog from the science department and the less wackily named SCC English from the English department. So we're going to be talking about uh, what we do on our blogs, the purpose of them, uh, how we uh, use them and generally their purpose in education, particularly in schools. So Humphrey and Jeremy, two frogs, you're very welcome to the studio. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Let's start off with the frog blog itself, which like SCC English is uh, nominated for a Golden Spider, the Irish Blog Awards coming up in a couple of weeks. The two of us are up there. We'll be trying to beat each other uh, to the uh, platform to grab the spider, uh, spider I suppose. Yeah. Golden Spider. In any case, um, can we start off with, first of all, what you think the fundamental purpose of your science blog is? Perhaps, Humphrey, you'd like to kick off. Sure. Um, I suppose the, pr- the purpose of our blog is twofold. One, it is... Um, I suppose, informing the pupils and parents of St. Columbus about the science activities or the activities that are occurring in the science department uh, at that given time. So posting trip information, photos from recent excursions, etc. And then the second, I suppose, purpose is to um, make our pupils aware of what's happening in science now um, and events that occurred on this day in the past. Right. I should have added at the beginning the actual addresses. You may be listening on the blog anyway, but if not, uh, the frog blog is at blog.sccscience.com and the English blog is at sccenglish.ie. Jeremy, any other purpose, any other motivation behind setting up the science blog in the first place? Well, following on from what Humphrey said, I mean, I think that is why it was initially set up. But now, um, one of the purposes it serves is... uh, as an agent of our enthusiasm and um, it's become an end in itself just creating the the articles and indeed doing the research and keeping up to the keeping up with the sort of day-to-day science news has has become um, exciting for us and I, I think that then gets shared back into the classroom as well yes because there is a, obviously a huge amount of uh, science in the news apart from your courses and so on that you can pick up from newspapers and and current articles and so on of, of events in the science world and the, sa- the same in English that uh, enthusiasm is a good word to choose uh, um, we in the English department are enthusiastic about poetry and fiction and drama and so on and um, the same here that our, our audience is bigger than I thought it would be it's uh, obviously pupils but parents and then total strangers all around the world picking up and responding sometimes to to articles yes and I think I think that's another motivation as well when you realize that you're you're not just communicating with the people you see every day, but there's a there's a whole world out there which may or may not be paying attention. Exactly, yeah. um, and that that can be quite exciting as well. It can be motivating for us as well to keep on blogging, which is which is a good thing. Yes, and I think also it's a good a a kind of face to the world in a way for one's department, whether it's science or English. You know, this is. Um, uh, these, this is what we're interested in, this is what we're keen on, this is what we're enthusiastic about um, for all those people who we hope are listening or looking at it. Well, it's also a good thing 
it goes without saying for this, the profile of the school in which we, we all work as well. Yes. Um, and so it's the sort of thing we should be doing, I think. Yeah. Can you give me an example recently of um, particular enthusiasms you've shared through your blog? Um, any particular uh, articles or, or string of articles even come for you? Yeah, sure. Um, I suppose last year, um, or earlier this year actually, when, when the bicentenary of Charles Darwin was happening, um, we published a, a series of posts which looked at his life and his works, uh, but also other aspects as well, like you know, the Darwin Awards, for example, to keep it light. And that was very, uh, it, was, it was, served a great purpose in the classroom because you know, the pupils were actively able to find out about him, know about the events that were occurring, and uh, you know it, it really kind of the, it it allowed for that information to be brought to the classroom much more easily. Can we just for the purpose uh, for the the um, help helping anyone who really doesn't know that much about the technology? Uh, obviously, lots of people listening will. But can we just go through the simple basic technology? How the blog works? What you actually do sitting down at your computer just for a couple of minutes? So, Jeremy. What does someone do who doesn't really know about blogging? How do they start? They ask Humphrey to explain. Right, <laughs> Humphrey, <laughs> Humphrey, what does someone know, uh, etc. Well, I, I would ask you initially, but uh, um, it, it's quite a simple process. Um, setting up a blog is as easy as pie. Um, there are so many different websites out there that offer a free blog space, Blogger being one of them, it's the one we use. Um, and setting a post up is as simple as logging in got a Google account, you automatically have an account with Blogger, um, and you click on New Post, you give it a title, and you type information into it. And you can have, you can have a, a very advanced post up within a couple of minutes. Exactly, yeah. And the other thing is, say, in this day and age, especially, it's free. It's absolutely free, it's free. exactly, yeah. yeah. And very simple to incorporate photographs and video clips yep. and sound and uh, all sorts of other yes. things as well. Absolutely, even... Very user-friendly interface. Absolutely, absolutely. And the great benefit as well of this is is linking, being able to link to other places, mm. other sites, other articles, and so on, to, to mm. your LinkedIn with everything else. Yeah. Um, can you tell me how you and the science block, so we, we have a, a science building of, of four laboratories, how the blog itself might be used in a class or during class time? Humphrey. Um, sure, I, I, I would use it quite often in class as, um, I suppose, an introduction to introduction to the lesson whereby I would inform them of what, what's happening in science today, what's, um, if there's any, particularly any story in the news that relates to the current coursework, then I would certainly introduce that. And that can be um, a great catalyst for discussion. Uh, we also have a, a weekly science fact of the week, which we uh, also print out and, uh, and place in our science laboratory. And again, a lot of discussion about the blog can actually happen through people's reading the, the printed version of that science fact of the week. Um, and it, it's just a method really just to try to enthuse them about science, get them talking about it, um, and get them looking at what happened in the, in the past as well in terms of science. That's right. We have a similar thing, which is a poem of the week, which we put up on the blog and choose. And that's used in class. So a teacher will read it out in class, or they may look at a clip of a uh, on the blog of a YouTube reading of it and that prompts writing often. In fact, we had um, quite a lot of writing a, a year ago or so on a particular topic which ended up in, in a book we published. So it, it, they're prompts, they're things you can you can use this to prompt other um, work. It's and, also, sorry, Jeremy, so, go on. Sorry, it's also very easily searchable as well. 
um, and so it acts as a repository for information and particularly when um, the, um, the pupils are, are doing project work for example uh, they can put in their search word and they, all sorts of different articles will pop up which relate perhaps to people going through the same course as they did in previous years but also just uh, esoteric bits and pieces which they can then use as well. Yes that's a good a good point. The equivalent in English would be happening right now where our fourth formers are writing extended essays. These are very long comparative literary essays and being long and being quite advanced things they haven't done before they're often confused about where to go so they can look back at last year's essays 10 of last year's best essays and though they're about different topics they can read them and see you know what they can aspire to and how they can construct an essay so that's very helpful sharing that kind of work and it's great as well that pupils can contribute to the blog i, I know you're um you can you publish an awful lot of people work um we get a lot of suggestions from from pupils about videos or websites or uh, stories that they might have heard um, by and we, we then would research them and maybe put up a post very recently um, a pupil in fifth form you know we our last week's science fact of the week was on megalodon and uh, a pupil directed okay, me tell to me tell me what that is humphrey oh it's, it's a said, giant prehistoric shark but i will i will refer to my my colleagues better better knowledge in the matter <laughs> yes it's a giant prehistoric shark wow. <laughs> so it's a giant prehistoric shark then it was indeed yeah <laughs> quite yeah. large giant prehistoric right. shark yes megalodon meaning giant tooth ah yes quite so yeah, i should know that being an english teacher um if we can move on a little bit, uh, we'll, I'm sure we'll circle back to some of these uh, topics later on. Uh, we're on a podcast right now, and in the English department we've, we've done a few podcasts already, starting about six months ago. But you, Froggers, are plans for Frogcasts. Yes, so Pitting in pending. the future. <laughs> um, any particular plans about what you might do, which is really is kind of um, a great opportunity, which one can very easily, as we can see in this studio, sit around a microphone and just tape yourself so any ideas Jeremy well yes a number of, of different approaches um, interviews with um, well-known scientists um, in from, from the from the area or happen to be passing through um, we hope to uh, get in contact with uh, Mark Lawler who was recently in the news um, for groundbreaking work on um, uh, anti-cancer drug um, and then uh, we would also like to have some just discussion pieces um, where uh, pupils and us maybe are involved in discussing particular topics whether it be so perhaps um, evolution um, or uh, some aspect of coursework um, and we would also like to um, put some information blogs up for our pupils preparing for their, their certificate examinations as well any other ideas, Humphrey? Or Jeremy um, got all the ideas? He's just taking all my ideas. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that science happens, it, it frequently occurs all the time, and it, it, it changes from day to day. So really we, we hope to be able to adapt to what is occurring in science at the mm. time. Um, I think if something groundbreaking um, came up in, in science news, I think we, we could quickly, as he said, it's yourself there, it's very, very easy technology to use, we could quickly create a podcast around that mm. idea. I think that's a good point that things have science is happening all the time and so is literature the, these things y you find yourself in a run of posts or you put something up which you had no idea you're going to something happens um, and certainly when I started the English blog I had no idea that we'd be doing half the things you know 90 percent of the things we actually have ended up doing and they've fed back into the school 
So another example is this time last year, we did a, a day when every single pupil in the school wrote about their memories of Christmas in the past. Now in the old days, okay, that's quite interesting, but what do you do with all that? But then we were able to put up on the blog day by day leading up to Christmas, memories of Christmas past. So there's actually, there's an outlet for that. But I never would have imagined, thought of that until suddenly we realized we're able to do it. These things just occur almost on the hoof, as it were. And that's a good example of how blogging can actually influence you as a teacher and your showing strategies that, you know, you can change your style of teaching um, to adjust what's happening in the technology. You know? Yes, that's right. And I, did, I do think it keeps you, uh, those of us who've been teaching for <coughs> quite a while, uh, well, Jeremy and me, basically, it does keep you kind of intellectually a little bit more alert than you might have been. <laughs> Um, it does make you think all the time about, well, of course, you, we're thinking about our subjects, but when you think about it and have to present that, either in a class or on a blog, it also keeps your kind of intellectually mm. alive a little That's bit. Very true. Yeah. Mm. So um, I think we're probably coming near the end of our discussion here about blogging in schools. We uh, are recommending it for uh, any school. We come to it from the angle of a subject department and really it can work anywhere. And in St. Columbus, there's a kind of sort of stable or family of blogs, which yes. we just had an art blog start a couple of days ago, which is an excellent idea, always showing photographs and paintings that children do. And uh, we have music, modern languages, people writing in, in French and German and Spanish and so on. So we recommend it as a very easy piece of technology and something which is... Um, very, very helpful in teaching and learning. I wonder if we'd like to, uh, uh, the, the two of you would like to wrap up in terms of how you see the frog blog uh, developing further. Any plans for the future, uh, Humphrey? Well, I'll, I'll, first of all, I'll mention just, I suppose, the very start. I remember when, when, when we first started the blog, it lay idle for quite a while, I think. And, uh, and then initially, once we kind of started, it, it really became very addictive. And I'm, I'm sure you had the same experience and it's just kind of spiraled and we keep adding new material all the time. So I, I suppose in terms of what we're doing in the future, podcasting or frog casting um, is something that we're very excited about. I think it's going to offer uh, a whole new range of um, learning and teaching strategies uh, for us. Um, but as I said, the sky's the limit and there's so many services available online that we haven't discovered yet and that you know, once we find them, if it's applicable, we'll we'll put it in. Um, but we we're always adding new kind of series of posts. We we started very last week um, a new series of posts on uh, Irish mammals. We're hoping to kind of get a full um, a full catalog there. Um, and as I said, it's the, the kind of the sky is the limit. We're also uh, linking in uh, with the broader teaching and learning community as well, and we're uh, beginning to establish links with teachers in other schools who also have their blogs and uh, use the net um, and uh, for example there's very there are some very good um, primary school uh, science mm. sites as well okay. um, so we're beginning to, to spread the, the net a little wider as well which yes. is which is nice for everyone I think yeah and I think also we find I find the same and with 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 schools or teachers at the other end of the world in Australia New Zealand and so on uh, is that people are very generous on the web. They, you know, they are very supportive um, of your own work, and um, it, it, you know, it shows the very best of, of teaching and education. I think. Mm. No, I think both of our blogs are relatively young. I think uh, you know we're, we're two years maybe or whatever that we're about a year, um, and th you know that's, that's very young in terms of of a web space. And I think 
we can only add more and more and more. Um, any, any plans for the SEC English blog? Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I think uh, one of the things I find is that there is a rhythm to the school year. So I know that in, in April, March, we're going to have lots of poems because we have poetry prizes on. I know that at the end of this term, we'll have lots of essays to put on because the extended essays will have done. So there's that natural rhythm every year. But then just things pop up, uh, ideas, of, uh, ways of doing things. Another example, um, my colleague in department, Kate Smith, has a module she does with Transition Year of images in poetry or how poetry and art um, coincide. And so she gets them to write poems based on particular paintings and so on. So we can show the painting and the poem side by side. And that's new last year. So these things, they just... They're, they're kind of gather momentum. They, they appear out of nowhere sometimes, as well as the, the regular It's work, true, it's know. true. And uh, our colleague, uh, Karen Hennessy, has, has started blogging with us as well recently. And she's going to be doing a series of posts on Astronomy Watch, basically what's happening in the mm. sky at a certain time of the year. And, um, you know, that, that, that can only be good as well for the blog. Well, this has been uh, Jeremy Stone, Humphrey Jones and Julian Gurnham of the Science and English Blogs of St. Columbus College. Again, the addresses are blog.sccscience.com and sccenglish.ie. We hope you'll follow our blogs. I'd like to wish uh, Jeremy and Humphrey the very best in the Golden Spider Awards. Likewise. And we'd like to reciprocate. And if you've had enough of this mutual backslapping, um, <laughs> so be it. If not, please tune in again to the SCC English podcasts and coming soon, the Frogcasts from the Frog Blog of St. Columbus College in Dublin. Thank you for listening. Thank, Thank you. you.